Welcome to MHOG Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne. Uh, with me today is uh, the same two guys that are always with me. Rick Hondo. Rick Hondo and... The Rum Guy from the beautiful islands of North Carolina. Uh, and also we have some special guests today. Uh, the band Bad Grass. Hey guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Hey, 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 what's up? Uh, what was that? Rick Honcho, you were saying? <laughs> It's Rick Hondo. Rick Hondo, man. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you said Hondo, dude. <laughs> well, anyway, how you doing, man? What's going on out there? They call me Jay Bones, lead guitar and Vox. How y'all folks doing out? What's that? He munches Vox? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Matt Brown. I play uh, drums. This is Andy. I'll be plucking around on that bass. It's one of my favorite instruments. I like to pluck bass and munch box, too. <laughs> you, like, you like to pluck bass and munch box, too? That's awesome. Right. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer pussy, but hey, whatever works for you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, y'all just released your record, right? Cool. How'd, how'd the sales go so far? Over one million, man. That is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty damn good, man. As soon as I buy mine, it'll be 101. Yeah, I'm gonna get a little package of barbecue sauce and shit. <laughs> hey, get some Cajun Sparkle with that shit. Man. Oh, man, I used to love Cajun Sparkle. What the I don't know, know, man. Did they still make that shit, man? No, dude, it was like cyanide in a damn package. <laughs> <laughs> you just pour it on your chicken. I am I am unfamiliar with Cajun Sparkle. Is right. that is that like uh, <laughs> is that a Bayou translation of Twilight? No, no, that's not a Bayou <laughs> translation. Cajun Sparkle was a little package you would get at at like uh, Popeyes, and it was some seasoning bullshit that you'd pour on your chicken. Oh, yeah, it's like bath salt before bath salt, man. Exactly, uh, uh, exactly. It turned you into a zombie. Is that what's wrong? Love you know, it's kind of like a whole thing of chicken, you know, right in front of you. Can I say fuck you to the bitch at Popeye's that gave me the deformed breast today? You can. It looked like a thigh, and a thigh and a breast should never look the same. <laughs> I have seen tits. They never look like thighs. That's right. Hey, I, man, I think they changed their breast style because I got that same exact breast the other day, man. Wait, that's right. Y'all, y'all talking about a hooker, right? No. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, chicken. 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 It was close. Close. Right, yeah. However, I've had fried hooker boobs, too, so either or. The other white meat. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh shit! It comes with white. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna start hammering out some questions to you guys, and you're gonna answer it any way you want. You can just say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. That's not true. There's only one acceptable answer to each question. If you get it wrong, we stab you. <laughs> first question. All right, first question, man. What what y'all can answer individually, but uh, which uh which bands like really influenced you guys into to playing? Personally, man, it's been like uh, Sabbath, Opeth, um, Porcupine Tree, Rush, um, Suffocation, stuff like that. Nice. Nice, yeah. Man, it was like the Muppet Band. You know, Motorhead. Excuse me. That is Electric Mayhem. Yeah, Electric Mayhem's the shit, man. Dr. Teeth and shit. Yeah. Say, Government Mule, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath goes without saying. Nice. Hey, I got a question. How did y'all hook up? Hey, we've been knowing each other for a while, man. Long time. Since we were like, shit, I've been knowing Matt since we were probably 10 years old. Running back and across, you know, like old neighborhoods. That's way too long to know anybody, man. got the mark recorded if you play bass. That's the way it works. Hey, man, we got him cheap, man. We got him cheap. I don't know if you should tell him that. Yeah. I can pay these guys. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, my story is, man, that um, I was in a band called Black Farmer, and we played the circuit for a while doing wrongs and stuff. We opened up, like, a couple of big names, you know, like Fu Manchu, Honky, and we had a couple other things, like Burn and Fire and stuff. But, uh, you know, like I said, this is like the Mach 2 of what I'm doing, and these guys are riding along with me, man. That's awesome. It's good to have a bunch of guys that you play with that you actually like. Yeah, and we all have good collaboration stuff, dude. Everybody's chilled out. There's no bullshit, you know, and um, that's just the way it is. That's why we keep writing the way we do, because it just works out that way. It's magic, you know. 
Where are y'all playing next? Um, actually, I actually have a show this Friday at uh, the Babylon. At Robbie's place, man, one of our good buddies, dude. You guys join. Why don't y'all come out and see it? Yeah, it holds about 2,000 people. Where y'all playing after that? Yeah, this podcast won't air, or air for a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is oh yeah, oh no, that after that would be uh, September eighth at the Babylon again. Oh yeah, at the two thousand seat arena called the Babylon. It's, is it is it two thousand seat if everybody's stacked like totem poles? And then we're gonna um and then September twenty second we have a um not uh, September twenty ninth we have a show with uh, No Room for Saints and Four Mag Nitrous and Twistalon. Oh nice, that will be good. nice, very cool. Yeah, so those are, um what's up, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I got a funny story about uh, apostasy. I think I told Matt Brown, uh, Matt that already. Uh, one year, one time I was watching you guys play. This is fucking forever at the Abstract. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the two singers, I don't remember which, I don't, <laughs> no fucking idea. I think it was the little skinny one, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, little woo. He got uh-huh. off the he got off the stage and uh, proceeded to um, hit somebody that I knew in, in the pit or whatever. <laughs> so as he was going around the pit, I grabbed him by his shirt. He turned around and I knocked him in his face. <laughs> He got on stage and sang the rest of the sh- the set in the uh-huh. in the Indian position, holding his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I kind of remember that. That was you, huh? Yeah, that was me. Right. That's cool. You probably deserved it, man. But then again, it's death metal, bro. You can't take a punch to the fucking face. That's true. That's right. Yeah. And, and all he did was sit Don't listen to the fucking Jonas Brothers. Yeah, if you dish it out, man, you gotta be able to. Would you say that Jonas Brothers was a big influence? Everybody, don't write a check, your ass can't cash. That's right. <laughs> uh, 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 Justin wanted to know if if they're influenced by the Jonas Brothers. Uh, a question that needs answering. Yeah. So are you guys heavily influenced by the Jonas Brothers? No, man. There's no fucking. No, I'm cool, man. You know? I, I I'm influenced by Hannah Montana. Yeah, but that's I, bad. I, I have a picture on the wall that I I jerk off to every night. <laughs> Right. It used to be a good picture, but now the ink's running. So yeah. it looks like it just you're looks crying, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Please stop it. Like it. It's like one of the pictures of the clowns from John Wayne Gacy. On a serious point, though, man, what about these clubs shutting down, man, with all the shit, and then nobody wants any metal music being played through them? Yeah, that's I mean, fucked up. I don't know, dude. That's what I was. That's one of my questions. Actually, I was going to ask you guys, what do you think about the scene nowadays and how it's changed? I mean, it's it's changed drastically since you know I was a kid. I mean, damn, there used to be five, six different places that would play, you know, uh, just our type of music, and now it's it's. You got maybe two, and it's hard for a band to get a gig around here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. The, the market is definitely smaller now. Because personally, when I when I first met Wayne and everybody down there, uh, the place I knew to go to hear good metal bands was Fat City, and now Fat City is apparently defunct. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, yeah man. Dude, for that, you know? Thank the fucking politicians, but they're trying to do the same thing in New Orleans now, man. Yep. You know? It's all them, they're just crooked politics, man. They're going to want what they want, and they're going to get it, you know? Can't do nothing. Yeah, that's the thing about weak people, man, that have power, bro. I mean, they tend to abuse it because they never had it before to know how to control it, you know? And they become megalomaniacs and shit, and they get all... Fucking go to hell. Yeah, yeah. dude, they, they, they closed down a lot of good places. And, I mean, I know I, I've heard through the grapevine from a few people that they're trying to reopen the hangar. Oh, yeah. Do that, yeah. Yeah, it's boy from abuse, man, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Young. Yeah, he's trying to re- they're trying to reopen it. So we'll see what they do with it. That would be cool, man, because he's a pretty cool dude. I mean, he's got, he's got some hookups and shit, man. But, you know, this is this is the, the problem. It's not just down there, man. It's all over the place to go. I mean, the, the metal scene is, is alive and kicking, but it's the, it's the people that aren't into the the scene that have the power that are they're they're, they're quashing it, man. It, it, you can't you can't. It's hard to find those venues, man. It really is. Yeah, there it is, man. Definitely. Yeah, it's just I mean, you know. Can we, can we pause the podcast? I have to go take a quash. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what is quashing it? I'm just curious. I mean, I just quashed my pants. All right. Hey, just so, don't get any on you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to wear it, you know, like like war paint. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> I got some quash I look like Braveheart right now. <laughs> I got three <laughs> But no, I'm serious, man. It's you know, 
you go to a you go to a club and they want to hear the radio friendly versions of the punk music. They want to hear the radio uh, friendly versions of this, and it's not always about that. You know what I mean? I don't always want to go here. And don't get me wrong, I listen to a lot of types of music, but I don't always want to hear two guys, one guy on a guitar and one guy singing like I don't know some Peter Frampton song. I don't want to hear that all the time. We're talking shit about the Jonas Brothers, okay? God damn it! They're my personal heroes and saviors. <laughs> We'd, we'd, we got to get you Christ, okay? <laughs> oh. Does he have gumdrop hands? Yes, he does. It's yeah, awesome. He's got a hook. He's oh, a good. That's better. I like the hook. But no, I, I definitely agree. The freaking uh, the, the the music scene has taken a hit, like you and believe. But I think I think there's power in numbers, and if people were to band together largely, I think maybe you could accomplish something. Yeah, it'll be like that segment in Hot Rod, dude. You know, when they're running through the streets and shit, and all of a sudden somebody throws a TV through the wall, and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. That's you know? right. <laughs> Well, that's like a that's a Tuesday at my house. <laughs> I know, dude. It's like people, man, around here in New Orleans probably supposed to be hard and shit and this and that. And then you know you're getting overrun by politicians and shit, dude, dictating that you shouldn't paint your house a certain color or this and that and all of this shit. You know, it's like, come on, man. The that's worst the way things are going. It's frustrating, you know. Right. <laughs> you got all these people down there. Like, they complain yeah, about every little thing. Too loud. Turn it down. It's like you move next door to fucking Pat O'Brien, dude. In the middle of the quarter where it smells like horse piss out yeah, your front fucking door. You know what sound like, man. <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate over here. Don't get any on my lawn. <laughs> My flowers aren't liking this right now. I'd like to say R.I.P. Man, rest in peace to fucking uh, Horshack Man because he passed away the other, the other, oh, the other day. Way, what was what was he doing all this time? Does anybody know what Horshack means? No. no. That means what? The cattle are dying. The cattle are dying. What is that, like Hebrew or something? No. Hey, was, uh, in, in an episode one time, he said, Horshack means the cattle are dying. <laughs> go, go look it up, man. It's there. I'm going to have to look I'm, that up. I'm, I'm really hoping that, that in his will, Ron Palillo uh, just reveals everything and just lets the world know that him and Travolta used to suck each other off. <laughs> Like, that's that's how I want to go out, just revealing everyone's you secret wanna, and wait, spreading lies. You want to go out? Go sucking sucking up? Up? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, too. no, no. I just want to. I just want to write something that says like <laughs> that. You sucked like, off. I got Walter? news for you. You're gonna regret being my friend when I die. I know. That's okay. I'm gonna be like Wayne. Wayne fucked a midget. <laughs> and then it named. And you know what? And everybody's gonna go. Yeah. Really? It was a. It was a horse midget. Horse midget. I was yeah, a, a donkey midget from Tijuana and shit. That's hey, right. Hey, man, I've seen some sexy fucking midgets before. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, you spin them around and, like, throw them around and shit and toss them up in the head. <laughs> I can't get up <laughs> a little short on. What about, like, a midget roller derby with, like, razor blades and switchblades? That'd be fucking <laughs> Sure, I'll put that in the way. They used to have midget wrestling, <laughs> man, at the dock, man, over there uh, by the lake and shit. Remember that bar? It was, like, a like two-tiered bar. Out there by the lake, the dock, like midget drag racing, man. Like you tie a bottle rocket to her ass and shit. I want to, I want to speak on behalf of all the little people out there that this is this is not meant to be offensive to you. You lie. <laughs> no, no, not really, man. I got not really. Next door to me, man. It's all hey. Good. <laughs> and I grew up up north, and we used to go into uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, on Saturday night, a couple bars they used to have uh, the midget wrestling and midget tossing. Yeah. Man, they used to stick them in Velcro suits and have the biggest guys at the bottom <laughs> of walls, like darts. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. That's crazy. <laughs> no, dude, what about Chihuahua tossing, man? That'd be funny right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> that Russian cat burning, that's fucked up. That's, that, that's fucked up. That's some fucked up shit. Like, try pinning the fucking tail on the werewolf. Dude, they got some scary fucking people on this earth, man. What the fuck is on this planet? Cat juggling's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> anyway, man, back on the track of music and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, man. Uh, James Hetfield or Dave Mustaine? Oh, Dave Mustaine. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. I told you. I knew they were going to pick that. Dave. Who? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, Dave Mustaine in the early years, dude, but James Hetfield. Man, I know that uh, guy. He pumps my gas over on 4th Street. No, not him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because you know you, you're probably thinking of the Metallica albums up to uh, Injustice for All, correct? Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. We're old Metallica. Yeah, head, I know? saw a picture of uh, on on Facebook. It was hysterical. It was the cover of Kill 'Em All, and and it said it had Mustang's name written across the top like Metallica, and it said Right Road 'Em All. Hey, dude, you got to you got to email that to me, man. All right. Background. Definitely. Have you guys, have any of y'all read the Dave Mustaine biography? No, I haven't had a chance, dude. Okay, I, I have the pop-up book version. <laughs> it's really nice. I enjoyed that. I haven't really read it. I looked at it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you, when you open it up to page 13 and Dave Mustaine's head pops out, his eyes really follow you around the room. It's very cool. I have the pop-up version of Everybody Poops. <laughs> Alright guys, where where did you get the the name Bad Grass? Oh man, it's a long story, bro, from a long line of just uh you know, hardships and just living, man, you know, and you keep coming up and you have like, you know, fresh start all the time, man, you know, like one door opens and one closes, you know. Some people are like, Man, you still around? It's like, well, like the old saying goes, you can't kill bad grass. I got you. I, I think it's a great thing. A lot of times you, you'll tell somebody the name of your band and you'll have to explain it. You know, well, what does that mean? Well, everybody knows what bad grass means, so it's a good name. <laughs> That's true. I, I've dealt with a lot of bad grass in my day. Yeah, and it wasn't always good, you know. <laughs> Get that bad weed in the lawn, man. It just refuses to go away. And it's just bad grass off, not your fan, man. Back in 79. Oh, what? Hey, let me call my boy Pookie. We're going to get some of that bad grass. We're going to get that shit. You're going to have a headache for show? It's like... I think I realized it was bad grass right around. It was like 20 minutes after 4, like 1989. Yeah, but, you know, it's like we had to come up with something, man. And that was just something that just stuck. You know, I mean, it's like you throw it at a wall, man. If it stands there, it looks right back at you. You know, well, I guess that's its name. Hey, I dig it. We just found this uh, article on um, Adam's phone here, and it said uh, it said Megadeth's frontman tells what did uh, it say? Well, Dave Mustaine apparently went to Singapore and told the audience that uh, President Obama staged the shootings at, in Aurora and at the Sikh Temple. Apparently, he thinks that the president, I guess, somehow got these people to start the shootings. So that he could pass like Second Amendment. Wow, uh, that's fucking like, rejected. Crazy. I, I uh, I'm pretty anti Obama, but I'm pretty sure that he didn't, didn't hire a white supremacist <laughs> to go kill people. Yeah, of all people to hire a white supremacist, it was the black president. Well, you know what? That's genius. <laughs> and supposedly the people of Singapore, uh, uh, at least some of them, were shouting, "Hey, we love Obama," which. Let's back that up. So, Megadeth plays in Singapore. Yes. Where they're Obama supporters. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds well, like Mad Libs. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to understand, there, uh, Adam, that that's where all the U.S. jobs are. No, they're in Mexico. <laughs> no, no, it used to be in Mexico, but it got too expensive. Oh. Then they put that wall up, which made customs just a bitch. Where's it all going, man? Where's it all going? <laughs> hey, man, did you hear that, like, that supposedly that Madonna and, like, Jay-Z and Nicki Minaj are part of the Illuminati and they, they've sold their souls to Satan in order to become rich? I believe that. Totally. I do believe that. The talent level in, that co in those three people is about as... I did the show for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> it's like... Little Little Wayne, who listens to that shit? I would yeah. still bone Madonna. Look, I don't, what's weird to me is Little <laughs> Wayne sounds like the It's gotta be crazy, fucking Madonna, man, because she kind of looks like a corpse now. So it'd be like you're fucking like some dead old bitch. That'd be killer, man. I would wreck that bitch. Hey, that's a movie right there, man. You need to copyright that shit. <laughs> Madonna's corpse. 
Speaking, uh, speaking of Nicki Minaj, I heard something today. Uh, so apparently Nicki Minaj does this thing where she uh, takes pictures of herself inside a refrigerator what? called Fridging. She does something called Fridging? Yeah, so um, i just like to... to it's like planking. Yeah, well, I guess sort of, but yeah. i just like to thank Nicki Minaj for teaching small children to stick themselves inside a refrigerator. I'm sure that won't lead to dead bodies. <laughs> See, I got... I don't get credit for anything, man. I came up with fridging. That was my thing. No, yeah. no, no. no. Your, your, your wife is frigid. That's not the same thing. Two different no. things. No, no. I started it, man. I would used to pose around like the leftovers inside the refrigerator. Really? It was awesome. You can take a picture? Yeah, I can send you some. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Me and the lasagna. You were like sitting there posing with the food inside of the refrigerator? Yeah, I have a, I have a half-eaten lasagna that is awesome. You got a lot of any like North Carolina like fucking uh, death metal bands and shit? A black actually, there's band. actually a, a fairly there's decent metal scene. After that, they become like hipsters and shit for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's actually a fairly decent metal scene in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wayne, Wayne introduced me to you guys. I was listening to your songs and stuff like uh, uh, Black Lotus, man. That is an awesome song. Yes. Uh, you, ha- you guys have a great sound, and that's yes. that's uh, kind of a uh, uh, unheard of thing anymore because there's a lot of metal bands, but they don't have a great sound, or a lot of rock bands that they don't have a great sound. You guys kind of cross that genre, which is really cool. Yeah, I appreciate Thanks a lot, man, for that, man. That's awesome. You know, we owe it um, due to Dwayne Semino at OCD Studios, man. He's the guy to thank, man, about a lot behind that. Really good guy, man. You know. Cool. Yeah, man, he hooked, he hooked us up, man. He's a good, fucking great dude, man. Well, you, you guys you guys have really, uh, you can tell you guys have uh, have spent a lot of time uh, honing your skills because uh, it, it really does come through in the music. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, we're already working on a second album, you know, but that's going to be quite a little bit, you know. That's yeah, everybody has to keep for that. Because well, I, I honestly, I need to get y'all's album. That's for damn sure. Where'd, the, where'd you guys come up with the name of Black Lotus for your CD, man? Uh, we're like huge fans of like Conan the Barbarian and shit. Nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of our stuff. Band, you know, we try to stay old school metal with like stoner rock and all the influences and all that. And Conan always kind of fit in a way, you know, like that barbarian type of lifestyle, man, just being out on the plane and just fucking just living, dude, for the moment, man, you know, real cool shit like that, you know. So that's kind of how it is when they're on the mountain, man, when they take like a fucking thing of Black Lotus, probably, and they're all like just talking about gods and shit. That's That's what it is, you know. Like song. We thought, oh God! Uh, if we would, if they would like redo Conan, first Conan, together. better than anything again, that would be the theme song. That's very, very cool. cool. Like that Tulsa Doom war helmet and shit. And where I'm just, I'm just glad you guys aren't wearing like the Man of War outfits on the. Oh, no, 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 all I, I don't care about anything else. I like that outfit. <laughs> I know you do. If they were wearing that, they'd be jacking my style right now. So they'd be jacking something off. But anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final tap revisited and shit. Uh, I like Roman. Roman Senate and He-Man outfits. You do. You, you you dress like He-Man all the time, don't I you? I do. I knew it. I, I I have a big sword. Would you like to see my gray skull? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> if it's gray, you're not getting enough circulation. Yeah, you need to go pull your pants on. <laughs> you, you can stick your finger in it. Oh, you remember fucking Merman on He-Man? Wouldn't you be pissed, man? That you sounded like that. That's fucked up. <laughs> Dude sounded like he was getting a, a swirly in high school. Dude, if your band name was named Merman, that'd be terrible. <laughs> Swirlies are the most delicious sounding form of torture. <laughs> it is, but it's a <laughs> But if it was Merman and you added Doom, like Merman of Doom, it would be an awesome name. Oh, yeah. But, but Giovanni, you have to get up there and go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like drowning Chewbacca. Yeah.
All right, well, I guess if you guys want to plug anything else, go for it right now. Anything. Anything. Besides, Except for us. Besides each other and us. You can uh, you can check us out on Reverb Nation, man, at uh, ReverbNation.com slash uh, BadGrass1331. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook and like our page. But have never listened to our music ever, but just click like because somebody told you to. Or you, See, that's, come, that's uh, great. you can come to Matt's house and knock on the door. His address is, what is it? <laughs> Just to let you know, if you do like Bad Grass on Facebook, they do pay you five dollars. Yes. Yeah, that's um, we pay, but we pay that to your um, to your Louisiana food stamp card. Yeah. That's nice. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot of Lance crackers, my friends. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, hey, man. See you at the next show. Yeah, guys. Thanks for coming on the show, and um, appreciate you having us, my man. Man, really, thank you very much, dude. It's, it's good to be appreciated for once, man. No, thank you. Not a problem, thank dude. Not a problem. Uh, you got you got a new fan with me, and a lot of other people that are going to be hearing your music. So, good luck, awesome. y'all. Thank you very much, man. We appreciate it. All right, guys. I will cut out. Um, quick question, man. Should we take a minute before we leave? Yeah, what's up? Hey, man. What's your favorite song on the album? My favorite song on the album? I'd probably have to be Queen of Steel. I wrote all that. <laughs> I, I really like Queen of Steel. That song's really, about Conan, bitch, man. And I really, and I really, really like uh, After the Flood. That's a good one too. Thank you, man. Thanks. I got, I got, I got a. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. No problem. Y'all take it easy. All right, All right everybody. That was Bad Grass. Thanks for joining us and making a lot of noise and talking about hermaphrodites. Did you did you get the impression that Bad Grass was um, doing some Bad Grass? I did. I believe they were on some grass. Yes. But that's okay. Because the they were. They, oh, yeah, they liked the bath salts as well. Some Cajun sparkle. Cajun okay. sparkle. <laughs> a little, some green lead paint chips are always nice. They were very cool dudes, man. Yeah. And they're, they're fun cool. to hang out with. Uh, anybody in this area or anywhere else that gets a chance to see them, go Go check them out. They're awesome. Download their music, buy their album, send me a dollar. Awesome. Give them blowjobs. All right. Well, they did give out their address. They did. Which we should probably beep out. Yeah, I uh, think we will. I think we will. Uh, also, the email address should probably be. Yeah, I'll cut that out. But, um, so for our next uh, amount of stories, let's talk about this gaming situation that's been going on with these assholes. Like these kids that have been, uh, I, I have an article from a kid who has been arrested. This kid got arrested to try um, to rob someone over what's called RuneScape coins. Now this is this is video game virtual money. This is like you know basically video game currency. Right. Um, in the value of what he was trying to take was three thousand dollars because you can buy them like if you purchase say like on xbox you can do xbox points and that'll cost you like 16 for 1600 points it's like 20 bucks uh-huh. so this is kind of similar but what he was trying to do was he was trying to get this guy to transfer i think it was like five billion runescape coins to his account so he held a gun to his head to force him to do this now at first he was going to initially buy these buy these uh Runescape coins from the guy. Right. So, so what he did was he brought counterfeit money to the guy, gave it to him, and the guy realized that the money was counterfeit. Okay, all right. Uh, you know, this kind of shit pisses me off, and here's why. This dude went to a shitload of effort for an incredibly stupid <laughs> reason. Exactly. Now like, he's facing if, 15 years. If, if you years. can somehow make fucking uh, counterfeit money... What the fuck are you doing playing? I mean, seriously. Okay, honestly though, I got I gotta say, how how, how much money was he trying to get from him? Virtual money, like uh, five billion. It's five billion. Okay, it would but it only to thirty three hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's right? only thirty three hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, that's what it would cost or something. to quadruple enchant the sword of Ogerden. <laughs> You're an idiot. So he's going to get 15 years in jail? Awesome. Yeah. I, I hope he gets raped every day. But it's even, it's even worse it's is the fact... He'll get raped because he has a plus nine endurance. <laughs> that just means he can take two dudes in the At same once. hole. Yes. Well, first he has to roll to see if he can do it. Well, what makes it worse oh, They're going to roll them. Yeah. More. <laughs> what makes it worse is a fucking BB gun he held to the guy's head. Now now he's got 15... Listen to this. He's, he's got... He faces up to 15 years in jail... And his bail is set at twenty thousand dollars. 
Okay, okay, I understand. Uh, New York. I understand how stupid the kid is, but in the same sense, the guy he held hostage with the gun into his head is also stupid because you would realize it's a BB gun with the bright orange neon tip. But it didn't have an orange tip. Oh, he was going old school? Yeah, there, he went old there school. There are BB guns, yeah, they look yeah. real. But even if it's not... If the dude's got it on your head and it's close enough to your eye, I wouldn't take that risk. Right. Well, true. Uh, well, hey, I'm I'm a pirate. I've got one eye. Well, look. One good eye. Here's the worst part it's about it. your legs. All right. RuneScape. Here you go. RuneScape does not endorse selling or trading any of the coins. So this. No. So wait. It may be enforced a lifetime ban for all those guys. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> oh my gosh, a lifetime ban. <laughs> okay. Uh, It'll be like a Hitler video over again. Shit like this makes me wish that we, uh, uh, funny enough, that we were like Singapore and that we just fucking caned the shit out of people. Yeah, for I agree. Things. That's just fucking ignorant. It is stupid. It's ignorant. I, I'm all for caning. If you like caning, please uh, leave a message on the MHOG podcast. And uh, I'd like to say, if any of, any of you want to ask any of our guests or us questions, please send us questions at... Our, on our email, which is the metal hand of God at gmail.com. Look, send us anything. If you want us did, to ask any of our upcoming guests, we don't know who they are yet, but did, just did you say send us or sent us? Because if it's a sent, I'd like pina colada. No, I said send us, you drunk bastard. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can also just leave a message on our Facebook page. Yeah, you can do that too, but it's uh, more fun to give me email. Or spend 22 cents on a stamp and send it to us. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, fuck that guy. And in, uh, and also in video game news is the one that you wanted to bring up about the uh, the idiot child, the 15 year old yeah, who played was playing video games for five days straight. Yes, he only got pussy. It's like piss, eat, and shit. Yeah, and uh, he eventually passed out. He turned blue, passed out, and then was rushed to the uh, to the hospital and was treated for dehydration. My big question is. Where was his fucking parents? They were in the house. She, the mom found him. What a dumbass. Uh, is that also in New York? No, this is not the same article. Okay. Sounds like Jersey to me. I think that was in uh, Colorado, actually. Uh, I think you are right. Yeah, I think I heard that. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not a video game guy. Uh, I've had conversations with uh, really more World of Warcraft type of games people, you know, the PC so, games people. Those guys sitting there on shit all day. Right. Um... There is literally nothing on this earth that, that is one sustained action that you could have me do for more than three hours. You could literally, you could find me the perfect, or my version of the perfect woman, give me a magic drug that doesn't make your heart explode, but keeps your cock hard for, for eight hours straight, and just, just gives you unlimited energy, and I would still, after two hours, go, Okay, why don't we sit here and watch TV for a while? You know what that is, though? That's attention deficit disorder. No, that's just the reality of the fact that more than three or four hours doing anything, if 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 that's if you just want to sit on your couch literally like 12, 14 hours and doing something, that's a problem. Uh, it's it is a problem. I, I gotta admit I, that's that's a bit excessive. I've and I'm sure Bud's done the same thing, Wayne. He's he's done some hardcore gaming where it's been nonstop. You've played it for so many hours, you're about ready to go bug eyed. You can't fucking yeah. focus anymore. Well, I'm not uh, judging y'all for like you know doing like four to eight hours. I mean, if that's your deal, that's cool. But well, this kid's doing five it days. for yeah. Well, that's even even one day. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I, I can't like, take that time off to do it for five days. Like I think the most I've ever played a game ever was when Gears Two first came out, and I played for six hours. Right. Yeah, but I was off the day, so I stayed home and just had nothing else to do. So mm -hmm. I played it, you know, from morning to evening. Well, the thing is, if the kid's getting dehydrated, number one, that's not just retarded that he was doing it that long. It's also lazy because it's not like he couldn't have just asked Walk his to mom to bring a bottle of water and, <laughs> you know, pause the game to take a sip every once in a right. while. I well, guess he was in a heater. See, see, what you need to do is you got to prep for the stuff. you got to have a box of adult diapers next to you. You have to be sitting in a tub while playing to keep your body hydrated. I'm sure we're not far from that. Because it's, you know, it's, it's all preparation. Preparation for stupidity goes a long way. And this, my friends, is why what Justin was going to bring up is why kids are, are so weak these days. They are weak. Uh, they can't freaking function. Uh, people coddle them so much. I mean, think back to when you were a kid. 
You know, I mean, I know it's, it's you know, use your long-term memory. Think Don't back. Don't me, Daddy. No, not, not that far back. Oh. No, but, but think about it. When you fell down and got a cut, when you fell down and got a cut, you were told, oh, it's okay, get up, put a Band-Aid on it. And go about you your know, business. Go about your business. Actually, I was told, get up, queer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was I like your dad. I like your dad. Oh, that wasn't uh, my dad. That was my mom. <laughs> okay, I like your mom even better. But I mean, if you look around and and you just observe people and you see parents out with their children today, everybody wants to. They want to protect their kids. I understand that. But with with overprotection comes stupidity. It comes. Uh, it comes an ignorance to, to life around them. They can't function correctly. When they grow up to be adults, a frickin' paper cut will keep them at home because they got a cut and they, you right. know, they could be anemic. They don't know. It won't stop bleeding. Grow the fuck up. You cut, you bleed, you keep going. Half the time I'm bleeding, I don't even know when the, I, I don't know where I came from. That's good. You know, you I just keep die. going. Just ask because you're in your period. It's true. I know. It's Bro, true. I know. I mean, I, 24 hours a day. Ladies, identify with me. I am your friend. I might be on my period, but you know what, ladies? We keep going, don't we? M-H-O-G. <laughs> M-H-O-G. I'm saying. Yeah. M-H-O-G. I like the keeps going despite, you know, she's bleeding. Well, you know, it's true. A lot. The generation these days is pretty fucking stupid. I mean, I don't mean it. They may be intelligent, which I doubt no, it. No, they're not. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt, which is not a whole lot. The uh, only way... Become intelligent is to learn from life experiences. If you take the life experience away, they're a society of stupid people. Well, the problem is, is the is the the adults these days that are actually fucking having these children are like you said, coddling them and making them um, they're making them weak. And 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 like my boss says, he said that they, they that those kids are called the in his this is his word he's coined it is the. Uh, the entitlement generations. Basically, they think they're entitled to everything. They don't have to work for anything. They don't have to do anything other than wait till their parents die or till somebody gives them some shit. And well, wouldn't that be nice? Exactly. And you know that's why they are a gigantic vat of pussy. 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 Yeah, I was I was waiting for one of y'all to just come out and say quit being a pussy. Yeah. I mean, they, Appar- apparently it's it's rip off Ricondo day. It is, but let uh, me tell you, it, it's true, man. It, those those kids aggravate me to no end. And look, I'm not going to name any names, but I work with one. I love him to death, but god damn it, he needs to fucking grow up. Man, he knows he's a pussy. I know he does. We love you, Manny. <sighs> Manny's not listening to this. He never Manny, listens. Manny, you need to you need to hang with us more. We will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> when we beat when we're done, you're gonna you're gonna stand up and we're gonna say, Man, you did awesome, you're okay. And you're gonna know deep inside that you deserved it and you grew from that. I'm just gonna because let you know life, I don't wanna ever be deep inside of anything in Manny. Right. That's true. Good that's, point. That's <laughs> totally homoerotic. Yeah, it was. Know. Uh, weren't we talking about video games or some shit? We were, so, but uh, we're, we're done. We went next, from... next thing you know, we're we're fucking Manny for some reason. No, I'm not. I'm not either. No. I'm just saying, like that was the that was the road we were heading down. Obviously, I... from what I hear, anybody can, but I'm not doing it. Oh Jesus! Okay, let's go uh, into let's go into some sad news. Uh, no, no sad news. The shooting? No, I was going to go into the. the you know, the there news. was another shooting today, right? No, I did not. Yeah, uh, you're not going to hear it covered much because it was like a. Far left wacko, uh, shot up, uh, you may have heard of the Family Research Council. They're one of these, like, sort of, like, Christian right-wing groups. That, yeah. Like, they just, they, they uphold supposedly family values. There, are, I'm sure there's things that I agree with with them, and I've heard other things I disagree. Apparently, recently, they took a stand on the whole, like, Chick-fil-A type Chick-fil-A of, Chick-fil-A like, same-sex marriage things, and some, uh, lunatic walked in there, supposed, like, I don't know if this is true, but there were reports that he walked in there with, like, Chick-fil-A sandwiches and shit, screaming about, you know, gay marriage and all that, and shot a guard. Sounds true. Um, well, a lot of things sound true. That's that's the problem with news, like, or, you know, quote-unquote news. Everything sounds believable, and then you find out, oh, no, it's not exactly the way it was. But, uh, yeah, so you're not going to hear it reported much. And actually, a lot of what I've seen on Twitter are people mentioning how after the last two shootings, President Obama immediately came out and did the right thing and, you know, gave a speech and uh, nothing from him on this. Mm. Um, 
Now, I, you know, uh, I don't blame people on the left for, for this guy. Well, of course uh, not. You know, you, you, you can't stop one lunatic with a gun as each week for like the last month right. has proven. Uh, you know, I mean, seriously, can we go one week without somebody fucking shooting and killing somebody? I mean, granted, I mean, it's, it's always weird to talk about these things. It's kind of like the, the George Zimmerman Trayvon Martin shooting when people were like, this is horrible. We got, I'm like, why kids get shot every day? Why is this particular one? Yeah. Exactly. Now, you know, uh, now in this case, it, there, it's domestic terrorism. I have no tolerance for domestic terrorism. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't particularly like any type of, uh, lunatic. I'm not a fan, terror. yeah, not a fan of terrorism. Yeah. Terrorism bad, Amhog good. Yeah. <laughs> Way to take a stand, Ron. Uh, yeah, good. Thank good. you. Yeah, no, you should be president. Um, we're gonna run next year. Or a porn star. No, two, actually, well, yeah, you could do that, but it'd be this like reversed porn star. It would be Mitchell Cain, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I got I got you know. Today, I climbed a tree and let my balls hang down just to give tourists shade. Anyway, anyway all right. Um, so yeah, uh, well, hopefully next next week we will not have to discuss. I anything. actually heard a really fucking weird story. It's to do with someone getting shot. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Wait, no, it's really weird. Like, my boss was telling me that he heard on the news or saw on the news somewhere. That I don't know exactly what state it was or where it was from, but this... West Virginia. It was... <laughs> this cops arrested this guy, put him in his car. Arkansas. And then he ended up being dead. Now, according to the police report... Orlando. The, the man... <laughs> Took his handcuffs from underneath, you know, from his back, worked them around his legs, Mm -hmm. pulled a gun out of his own waist, and shot himself. That sounds made up. Not not because of the handcuffs, but why would they stick his bag? No, not that. I mean, out of his waistband, I meant to say. And the cops didn't frisk him for a gun? Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying that the, the, the search wasn't good enough, so he had a gun on him. I think that is the most ridiculous fucking story ever. I, I mean, I was, I'd like to see the 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 actual news story. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not questioning your boss. Well, oh, no, 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 but that, that's how I'm the just story saying went. That like, there's no way that the cops didn't like. If it's just you know, if it's shoved up his ass somehow, that <laughs> I understand. But there's maybe no he, way the cops frisked them and didn't find a gun if it was exactly. just stuck in his waist. Maybe it was. Maybe he was a freak of nature and had a marsupial pouch, and it was down in. Jesus Christ! Lay off the alcohol. Just oh. saying, it's possible. <laughs> like a, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and the only other the only other sad news was. Um, which we kind of talked a little bit about earlier with Bad Grass was uh, when uh, Horshack died. Well, Horshack died and uh, legendary and then, comics yes. artist Joe Kubert died. Joe, Joe Kubert, yeah. 85. Uh, he, uh, you might not know his name if you're not uh, a long-term comics fan, but he basically trained like half the artists in the industry. He, he ran the Joe Kubert School uh, of Art out in New York. His sons, he's one of the few legacy artists where, like, there was John Romita had his son, John Romita Jr., major artist, and then Joe Kubert had both Andy and Adam Kubert, major right. artists. And apparently DC, like, he, he was sort of inking his son Andy's work on yeah, Night Owl. On Night Owl, yeah, I read that. Watchmen, and DC was yeah. like, uh, be sure to check out Joe Kubert. Uh, it wasn't exactly how they put it, but more or less they said, be sure to check out Joe Kubert's last work on Night Owl. Which is tech. I thought he did Night Owl. Well, he well no, it's he, just for this the the, the he, New Fifty Two. Oh, okay, right. He well, I mean, it's not a New Fifty Two. It's, it's oh, it's, it's not. It's before Watchmen. It's, oh, it's it's a separate universe. But it's kind of the same thing, right? Okay, mm, I, I have a question for you. Kind of bullshit thing. It, it's it's supposed to be a prequels to the Watchmen comic, oh, okay, okay. but it doesn't exactly jive with it, and it's, it hasn't really been good. Really? Uh, I, I have a question for you, Adam. Yes. Uh, you are our comic book aficionado. Yes. I will say that to you. Um, this is a quote from uh, Jeff uh, Boucher. I guess this is his last name from the uh, Los Angeles Times. I want to know your comment, your your opinion on this. Um, I can tell already. It's, it's probably not going to be good. <laughs> Go it's probably not going to be good. No. Uh, but uh, this 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 is what he said. Uh, he he raved about uh, uh, about his work. But then he also said that 
He was never a superstar comic artist. Uh, his work didn't have the necessary polish uh, to to really to really call him that. What what is your opinion on that? Well, <laughs> is it because well, first of all, but but just just almost as an aside, uh, the L.A. Times. I'm assuming this is the guy that runs the comic section of L.A. Times, which has gotten bigger. Is that fuckface? Yeah. No, it's a different guy. No, it's a different uh, guy. MTV, L.A. Times, and I can't think of the other ones. E- e- Entertainment Weekly as well. They've, they've all, oh, in USA Today, they've all been doing these sort of like, oh, let's let's try and tap into the comic book market, and Marvel and DC feeds into it, and it's a bunch of horse shit. It's usually by morons that don't really, like, they read comics or something like that, but they're not really comics people. Testify. Uh, but uh, I can, like, I've, I've never read uh, an actual Joe Kubert comic. I've never, I never read Tor, T-O-R, not Thor. Uh, I've never read Sergeant Rock. Uh, I can say without a doubt that, like, it depends on your definition of superstar artist. He's a legend, uh, without a doubt. Even having not read any of his his comics, I've known who Joe Kubert was since I was 12 years old. Uh, yeah. See, that's that's more impressive than anything. Right. For a legacy, like, that, that's impressive. Superstar artist is, I guess, it's it's kind of a buzz term. Like, like right now, uh, I guess something we'll mention in a minute, Greg, Greg Capullo is considered a superstar artist, but Greg Capullo has been around. For, he's the guy that's, that's drawing Batman. Yeah, he's, he's, been, he's around been around for, around a for long like time. thirty years. He's been around as long as like the biggest superstar artist in uh, in history, uh, Jim, Jim Lee. Lee. But it's it, it's really a buzz term that says you know whoever is hot on this particular book, and oftentimes that's decided by the company that's putting it out. Like Marvel used to do a thing called like Young Guns uh, throughout the last decade, where they would be like, oh yeah, we got the these young guns, these these new hot artists we're pushing, and it literally means they're hot because we're pushing them. Right. And half the times it's artists that have been around for at least a decade, yet they call them young guns because it's a buzz term. Right. Uh, so as far as that guy's opinion, nobody in the comic scheme community is going to care. The fact is, Joe Kubert is a legend. Uh, You're here. There's a lot of artists, you know, like, I, I've had this discussion with people when uh, when it comes to, like, people bitching about, uh, say, uh, I can't think of his name, uh, Jack the King Kirby yeah. not getting credit over, you know, they... they Stanley. Yeah, it's, people have been calling Stanley, you know, you know uh, attention hog and a liar and all that and whatever. The fact is... Jack the King Kirby's gets a lot more lip service uh, before and after his death than 90% of the creators. Like, when Joe Simon, the co-creator of Captain America, died. Which was, that which was this year? I think it was this year. Yeah, because yeah, I think, it was, think yeah. we mentioned about it. Yeah. So, you know, Joe Kubert, he deserves every bit of credit. Like I said, even if all he did was start the Joe Kubert School of Art, that influenced That's enough. people. Yeah, but I mean, Sergeant, if you're going to leave a legacy, Rock, there you go. Now, most, I think more people remember Captain America and Nick Fury than Sergeant Rock, but Sergeant Rock is and was a well-known... Because yes. like, that back during that time period, uh, superheroes had just sort of come out. Superman was yeah. was the 1930s? 38, I think. I think 38. Sergeant Rock came out in uh, 59, I think. Was it that late? Yeah, it was 59. He uh, Sergeant Rock was... Uh, uh, he was the everyman type leader of the uh, Easy Company. And yeah. It was introduced in the thinking '59. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was earlier than that, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't have a chronology. But point is, you know, he's a legend. So that that guy's opinion, whatever. You know, like I, I mean, said, it's, it's the LA Times. No, no serious comic book reader right. is reading the LA Times for their information. Yeah, in I, fact, no, no serious person is reading the LA Times. Period. <laughs> no, I got, I got, I got a. I was I was doing some research on him, um, and I, I was familiar with the name, but I wasn't really sure a lot about his life, you know. So I thought, well, you know, let me look it up, you know, let me let me research a little bit about it. And uh, it he did a lot of war type comics, you know, I mean, with Sergeant Rock and stuff like that. And he did a lot of uh, a lot of drawing and a, and a lot of collaboration with other things uh, through DC Comics and stuff. But uh, he one of the last interviews he said he said that he did not do war comics; he did oh, anti war. Comics. Yeah, anti-war comics. Yeah, well, which is... I mean, who's who's really pro-war? Well, you know, just, <laughs> well, you know. I, I guess he was making some sort of political statement, which is fine. Yeah, and, and you know, I've been knowing the the Sergeant Rock character for a long time because when I was a little kid, man, I used to have um, I used to have the action figures and stuff, and they were really cool. I never read the comic. I think I had maybe a couple issues when I was a kid just because of the action figures, mm-hmm. but I never read it. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. Most thing I did with comic books was either hide them away or tear them up you know it's a, just another good example
example of a uh, innovator and uh, in the industry that didn't get enough credit while he was alive. Yep. Um, I, I think he I think he got a good bit. I mean, people know who he is unless they they're they're new to comics. Um, interesting though, he died at eighty five. His sons, I'm pretty sure, in their forties. That means he was he was pumping out kids in his mid forties. Yeah, uh, so. that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, you think uh, he started uh, from the article I read? He started in comics at the age of thirteen. Yeah, really? he, yeah. He was working at. A, uh, I thought Jim Shooter was the only person who had done that. No, he he was thirteen and he was working at some company. I can't remember what it was. And he was uh, erasing pencils from the inks. Uh-huh. You know, pencil marks over the inks. Yeah, and yeah he was sweeping the floor. His first his first thing that ever went to print. So he was got a floor. job in comics, but he wasn't drawing. Or no, his like first his first one was in. 42. Yeah, 42. In March of 42, he did a six, a six page tale called Voltan the Human Generator. That was the first thing he ever did. You know what? I hear a knockoff right there from Voltron. Yeah, I thought that's, I thought the same thing when I read it. Or actually, it would be the opposite if it was in 1942. Voltron would be ripped off of Voltron. That's what he's saying. He said, like, a knockoff. That's what I guess. Like, yeah, Voltron stole the idea. Yeah. But uh, rest in peace, yep. Hubert and Horshack. Uh, changed his style, and he uh, he was uh, he was true to it until the end. Yep. Yeah. All, all right. right. Well, it's family and all that. Um, let's move on to Adams. What the Greg Capullo thing? Yeah. What's up? With, what you were gonna say about Greg Capullo? Um, starting in October, uh, the Batman title, which is Scott Snyder as writer and Greg Capullo as <laughs> artist. I know. I know you're. Uh, I'm a huge Capullo fan. Well, I know you also said you're you're now eating. Batman style. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm up. I'm like up to date now. Comic. Uh, yeah, actually, Batman is the first monthly comic I've actually read from beginning to end, and probably I actually pulled my Capullo. Ten years. <laughs> You're an idiot. I silly you. bitch. <laughs> uh, but it's a great comic. I mean, I love the story. The story is fantastic. Right. Uh, in issue thirteen, they're doing a, a uh, an art called uh, Death of the Family, which is a reference to the death death in the family arc which killed Jason Todd the second Robin yeah uh, and I believe the Joker was the person that killed him uh, basically a year ago in Detective Comics number one uh, uh, Detective Comics but isn't isn't the zero issues coming out this month though yes okay okay just to which check is going to be a huge problem for comics companies okay nobody wants to read a fucking origin issue mm. but I mean some, I'm of, buy some it. of them will sell they're also interrupting uh, regular storylines left right. and right and uh uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, in De- Detective Comics number one, there was a new villain that the Joker got to cut his, the skin of his face off. Now, this is the reboot stuff from 52? Yes, the this new- is new 52, Detective Comics number one. Uh, and uh, we haven't seen the Joker in a year. After that, they didn't show they didn't show what his face looked like and whatever. And in the death of the family arc, uh, Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder are going to show the new Joker. Now they've been careful to make sure that you there was never a full reveal of the Joker. Uh, the covers that are uh, that Greg Capullo did made sure not to uh, like they, there was one where you saw the skin of his face right, cut he into a, a heart. Yeah, you know? I saw that. And uh, but they didn't want the full reveal. Well, unfortunately, uh, in Batgirl number fourteen, the cover of it shows the full reveal of the Joker done by artist Ed Bennis, and which that's fine. But you know, every month in previews, which is where the comics companies order their com- their uh, comics orders from. It's about two months ahead, so this month will be for November. They basically the cover of Batgirl number fourteen shows the full reveal of the Joker. So basically, uh, fuck him over, right? By doing and uh, now there's all kinds of controversy because Greg Capullo put out a statement saying, "Well, you know, DC decided to do it. It sucks. We were trying to avoid it. We wanted everybody to be surprised and shocked when they first see it. Whatever, whatever." And then some people are apparently accusing accusing him of talking smack about artist Ed Bennis, which right. he didn't do. No, and. Anyway, but his his opinion was like, well, it's DC's decision. They decided to do it, whatever. I know you said you didn't look at it. No, I haven't seen and, it, so uh, I'm not going to. I'm assuming, Rum, you didn't either? No. I have seen it, and uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm really not that interesting. You know what I'm Actually, surprised about? Poor design. Uh, basically, it's the, it looks like the Joker, except his skin is now sort of used as a mask. 
and it's not, I mean, it's weird, and but it comes off, I mean, granted, I haven't seen Capullo's version of it, but it looks pretty silly. So I, the, I, so I the mask is, is what gives the, it, it transcends well, the evil yeah, to the next like, person? Like, his skin was cut off, and now he's using his skin as a mask. Interesting, okay. It's Sounds interesting, cool. but it just doesn't, it looks silly. Well, I'm uh, sure, it, but I mean, it's in, in, you know, thinking about it, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is, but here's the thing. The Joker's... Okay, put it this I was telling, uh, talking to a friend the other day about an old comic called Underworld Unleashed. Underworld about Un- balls, what did you say? <laughs> Underworld <laughs> Unleashed was a comic series that, that DC put oh, right, out in the mid-90s, and the idea was that they wanted to revamp their supervillains. And so, basically, DC's version of Satan was a character called Neron, N-E-R-O-N, which supposedly has some biblical significance. I'm not, okay. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, but the idea was that Neron uh, summoned all the, like, dozens of DC villains to his hell or whatever and offered to trade their souls for for one wish. And some of them took it and some of them. He also offered to yeah, I did that. I assume it was for beer. No, rum. Good luck with that. Rum. Oh, obvious. Uh, so, uh, but he had he had a council of like four or five villains. Uh, like like each one was a major. Uh, like like Cersei is a Wonder Woman villain. Oh, okay. There was one that I can't think of that was a a Flash villain. He was sort of a he was he was referred referred to as a magician, but he he was actually from the future. He used technology to simulate magic. It was David Blaine, right? <laughs> And, uh, no, 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 no brown guys. Um, oh, all right, all right. So, uh, Chris Angel. No, no, no brown guys. Uh, and, uh, then there was Lex Luthor and the Joker, and, like, Cersei traded hers for, like, more power. The magician guy traded his, his soul to make sure, like, like to have actual magic to, instead of just technology, so it could be, like, a real magician. I don't... Lexington. I don't remember what Lex Luthor traded his for. Probably but, uh, Chick-fil-A. But I remember specifically the Joker. They asked they asked him, uh, and the, there's a, a main character through this, uh, a villain called the Trickster, who's a Flash villain, okay. who's narrating, and he, he starts talking about, like, just before the joke, like, they, they speak to the Joker, he's like, there's a lot of guys that you that you sort of respect and fear, like Lex Luthor. Nobody likes to, like, even in the villain world, nobody likes to talk to the Joker because he's scary as shit. <laughs> and uh, to to compound this point, uh, the, someone asked the Joker what he traded his soul for, and he pulls out a batch of cookies that are shaped <laughs> like like bat symbols, and uh, <laughs> it was pretty hysterical. Uh, <laughs> just the looks on the characters' faces. Uh, the point is, is that the Joker is scary as shit. He's he's crazy as can be. So the idea of this making him crazier, it's just. I mean, look, I, I, I'm going to read the comic, and I'm sure it'll be great. I'm just saying, in the long run, would I rather them just go back to the Joker having his face on? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of. I kind of. Since you said that, I kind of dig that. I think that's a fucked up way to introduce a, a right. old character again. You, you know? know, I could kind of hear the the Joker's response to everybody in the room when he he shows that he he traded for a, a batch of cookies. He would go, "Who doesn't like cookies?" Yeah, exactly. Some <laughs> shit like that. That was the worst Joker impression I've ever heard. Well, you know, it was almost never it was do a, that again. It was, it was almost like Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> Who likes cookies? But, Who doesn't like cookies? But more effeminate. Yeah. Other news. I'm sorry. I was gonna say the only other thing that disturbed me about that whole that whole thing was that it actually got to Batgirl number fourteen. But go ahead. <laughs> he needs to issue, but it, yes. it reached um, because it reached Batgirl number fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not a very good comic, but. Ah, I'm sure that wasn't your point. Anyway, uh, so uh, Joe Carnahan, director of The Gray and the A-Team yes. film adaptation, was trying to uh, get his version of Daredevil put on the screen. Right. He was working with I remember with Fox we, we talked about that last time. Okay. Well, he actually, uh, and y'all should all go look it up, he, he posted online, I think Chud.com has it, uh, what he refers to as a sizzle reel. Basically, as part of his pitch, he he edited a, a bunch of movies and and some comics uh, comic book pages together. Yeah, 
uh, and uh, created like sort of a fake trailer in a way to give you the impression of what he wanted to make. Basically, he was looking to do like early Frank Miller Daredevil because Frank Miller's not just known for Batman; he's known primarily for Batman and Daredevil. And he's he's Sin kind City of a legend. Too, huh? Yeah, Sin City later that was his creator own thing. Well, I mean, I, I know he did that as but, well. But, but Daredevil and Batman are what made him a name. Right, right. And uh, he wanted to do sort of a 1970s style, you know. And then, like the the sizzle reel is awesome. It's it's <laughs> there's a point where he sold me where you start hearing the theme to Superfly, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I want to watch this. <laughs> This sounds amazing. Problem is, is that uh, they were on a deadline because Fox was just about to lose uh, the rights right, to Daredevil, the rights to and it's officially dead now. Oh, oh. Man. The rights are reverting back to Marvel unless somebody you know, decides to buy it uh, from them. No, 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 well, there's no. Buddy, that's, check. that's the thing. Once every, once Marvel, uh, like say something, like the reason Amazing Spider-Man is coming out is because they need to keep that going. Because right. as soon as Sony loses the rights, like Fox still has the rights to Fantastic Four, as soon as those people lose the rights to all that, Marvel's going to bring everything in-house. They're going to ride this train until people just Come on, stopping. ride the train. Choo-choo-choo. Ride it. Come on. Ride it. I'm done with this podcast. Seriously, are you people going to fucking... Oh, come on. Vote that shit? <laughs> Go! That's the least metal thing you motherfuckers could have possibly done. I don't know. We, we talked to a band a little while ago, and we were talking to him about the fucking Jonas Brothers. That's a little less hey, metal. The Jonas Brothers are hardcore. See? <laughs> queer. They've got, they've got purity <laughs> rings. Yeah, they do. Around their dicks. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, right. so, uh, yeah, Joe Carnahan. Hands, uh, like a lot of people said, y'all should seriously go check out that that sizzle reel. It's it's awesome. Cool, definitely. But uh, well, we're running pretty long here. We should probably uh, so check out Badgrass Nola. They're on ReverbNation.com. Download us on iTunes. All right, remember we are a MHOG podcast. I'm Wayne. I'm a pervy old man, and that's I'm the rough guy. And just keep it metal. 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 metal.